everybody. Thank you so much for checking out our podcast. If you'd like to know more about us or connect with us, then please do go to our church website and we would love to get to know you some more. Here's today's message. We hope it blesses you, encourages and inspires you. When I started working from home uh, full time, I brought myself a nice office chair. I figured that buying such a chair would be a good investment for me. It would not only serve me well in giving me a good, comfortable place to be able to work, but it would see me into the foreseeable future and last me for, hopefully, the majority of my uh, career. So I went to the shop and I tried out various chairs and then I bought one that I thought would last. To be fair, the chair did quite a good job, it was comfy, it lasted quite well, but there was a problem. I didn't realise that this office chair that I bought would degrade over time. The surface uh, or surface of the chair was faux leather and after uh, several years of me sitting and moving around on it, this surface started to disintegrate. I put up with this for a little while and just uh, carried on sitting on the chair, it was still perfectly comfortable. But during lockdown, Rachel got so fed up of finding bits of faux leather scattered around the house from my office chair that the chair finally had to go, and I still haven't got quite round to buying a replacement. I naively thought that this chair would last and stand the test of time, but instead it just lasted a few years. And there's an important lesson there for me in our world, but also uh, an important message that is contained within this passage. And that is that nothing lasts forever. Sometimes this might be good news. It is good news that this pandemic will not last forever. Not being able to gather together as we would wish will not last forever. But sometimes this will also be bad news. It is bad news that my bank balance will not last forever or that our cars or that our houses will not last forever. There is certainly one thing that is true for all of us and that is that our lives will not last forever. Today as we continue to look at this book of Daniel together, we see and hear how King Nebuchadnezzar realised This truth that nothing lasts forever as God revealed this dream to him, even from his position of supreme power and privilege, King Nebuchadnezzar realised just how fragile life was. But even when the future seems insecure, God's faithfulness still stands firm. And in this And in his faithfulness, God reveals to Daniel and then to the king and then to us today that nothing lasts forever. But even when nothing lasts forever, we can still have a hope for the future that we can depend on. This passage not only contains a a message for Daniel and for the king, but it's also a message that we can hear and learn from today. And first thing that we, the first thing that we need to recognise is that nothing lasts forever. 
King Nebuchadnezzar had just had a dream that was clearly troubling him, as we heard about last week. And as Daniel explains the dream to the king, it is understandable why the king was so worried. They say the higher that you climb, the further you can fall. Not only could you not climb any higher than King Nebuchadnezzar, but you could also not fall any further than King Nebuchadnezzar. The king may have been successful. He may have been respected. There may have been no other like him. But he and his legacy would not last forever. Ultimately, after another kingdom, after him, another kingdom would come, and then another, and then another, and then eventually they would all come falling down. Kingdoms come and they go. People come and they go. None of us will live forever. Nothing lasts forever. But the issue with this statue was that it, was, it had weak foundations. King Nebuchadnezzar's kingdom was made of gold. Each following kingdom was inferior to the previous until we reached the feet of the statue that we're told are made of a mixture of iron and clay. A kingdom on one hand that looked strong, it was made of iron, but ultimately it was weak as the iron was mixed with clay, leaving a divided and weak nation. Ultimately, no matter how great and splendid this statue looked, its foundations were wrong, its foundations were weak, and its foundations would not last the test of time. And so this morning, I wonder, how are your foundations? What are you building your life upon today? What are you building and placing your trust in? It can be so easy to find a false security through things that do not last. Are you standing firm today because you are financially secure? Are you depending and placing your hope on your finances? Are you secure and placing your hope today in your friendships and your relationships and your family? Are you finding your security and placing your hope in your job and your status and your success and your wage slip? One thing we know in these changing times is that nothing will last forever. So please don't base your life on something that is temporary and unstable. So often we are told to live um, each day at a time. There is some wisdom for us in this truth to live each day, to live in the moment that we have. We only have so much time to live, so let's make the most of each moment that we have. But there is a danger to living this way as well. If you just live for today, you'll quickly find yourself feeling empty and tired and without a purpose for the future. So what are you depending on? In this shift in culture that we're experiencing at the moment, what would you miss the most if it was suddenly taken away from you? One thing that we can learn in this passage is that our world will change. Kingdoms will come and fall. The question is, will you fall with them 
Or will you instead have something else that you can stand upon and that you can base your life around? Nothing lasts forever. As Daniel interprets this king, uh, the king's dream, he, he shares some bad news. The fact that nothing lasts forever isn't a particularly encouraging and uplifting message to be, to be telling people. But it, this is not the end of the story. Daniel tells the king how as everything else falls away, one new kingdom will remain that can always be relied upon, that can always be depended on. This new kingdom offered hope for the king and it also offers hope for us today because God's kingdom is here already living and moving and working in our world. We have seen this new kingdom be established through Jesus. Jesus came to reveal the kingdom of God. If you reveal that, or if you read the Gospels, you will hear Jesus time and time again telling people that the kingdom of God is near, that the kingdom and what the kingdom of God will be like. In Matthew 5, one of Jesus' most known and most respected teachings, Jesus tells us that blessed are the poor, for theirs will be the kingdom of God. Blessed are those who mourn. Blessed are those who hunger. Blessed are the merciful. For theirs is the kingdom of God. Jesus came to reveal his new kingdom. But he also came to establish it. And to show just how dependable it is. That it will last forevermore. Ultimately, as Jesus went to the cross, in that moment, he established his kingdom. He died and he gave you and me and every person that has ever lived a way to be experienced the kingdom that God is establishing in our world. And as Jesus wrote us again, he showed the power of which that kingdom is set up in, as even the power of death could not overcome it. Through Jesus, we can come to God. Through him, we can encounter and belong, not just to the kingdoms of our world. In Jesus, no longer are we just British, but rather through Jesus, we have become citizens and members of a new kingdom, of God's kingdom, a kingdom that will never fade, a kingdom that will never fall, and that will always be Depend, that we can always depend upon. In Jesus, we have an identity that will last. Through this identity, we can find hope and security for our lives that will never change, that will always endure, no matter how much the world might change around us. In these changing times, yes, our lives will change. But in Jesus, our identity remains the same. In this moment, may we once again embrace the kingdom of God as Jesus has revealed it to us. May we seek to bless the poor. May we seek to comfort and bless those who mourn. May we be full of mercy. May we, be, may we pursue peace. May we be pure in heart. 
because these are the hallmarks of the kingdom of God. And although the world might change around us, our identity remains the same. This morning, can I invite you, especially if you have never considered God's kingdom before, to come to Jesus and find the new identity that we can all depend on, including you today. The world will change around us. Nothing will last forever except God's kingdom that he revealed to us and made accessible to us through Jesus. If you are facing changing times, and if you feel today like all around you is falling down, please know that you don't have to fall with it. If today you are struggling to to find something firm that you can base your life around, please know that in Jesus, You have a firm foundation that you can build your life upon. God's kingdom, God's love and faithfulness will never fail and never fall away. So today, please can I invite you to come to Jesus this morning. You can come just as you are And as you come to him, please be assured and know that you have and can experience today true and lasting hope. Finally, as we live secure in God's eternal kingdom, can I encourage us all today to not only know God's kingdom, but also to play our part within it. Daniel lived in the kingdom of King Nebuchadnezzar. And as he did so, not only did he point to God's kingdom that was coming, but he also got involved and played his part in the culture where God had placed him. Firstly, Daniel played his part by going to the king. After God had revealed the dream to Daniel, Daniel could have easily just sat on his hands and said, oh, I'm not quite sure this is right. He could have encouraged someone else to go to the king instead, but that's not what Daniel did. Going to the king was by no means a risk-free move. We heard last week just how cross and angry the king was. What if Daniel had got it all wrong? What if the dream wasn't right? He would have been the first to put his life on the line of all the wise men in Babylon. But Daniel played his part. He went to the king and God spoke through him as he did so. And as a result of Daniel going to the king, the rage of the king, the crisis that he was facing that we talked about last week, was transformed. And not only did Daniel respond with worship, but the king responded with worship and recognised who Daniel's God was. Daniel also continued to play his part in the new culture where God had placed him. Not only did he go to the king, but he and his friends were promoted to positions of power and influence across the Babylonian empire. Daniel continued to serve and bless God where he had placed him. Not only was Daniel appointed to a position of power and privilege, 
He was also appointed to a position of influence. Daniel had the opportunity to promote and reveal God's kingdom coming into the world through uh, the kingdom and, and God's kingdom being present in the kingdom of Babylon. As we go through this culture shift, I wonder how today you can play your part. Where is it that you can go? What is it that God has revealed to you that you might then in turn be able to go and to reveal to others? Will you, share, will you go and share what God has laid on your heart so that as you go, so that through you others may encounter God and respond to him in worship just as Nebuchadnezzar did as Daniel went to him? Not only will you go and share what God has revealed to you, but where might you have influence to reveal more of God and more of his kingdom in the place where God has placed you in this moment? You might want your friends to come to Jesus. Will you use your influence to reveal Jesus to them? You might want your family and your community, and your colleagues, and your neighbours to know Jesus. God placed you where you are for a reason and with a purpose. No matter how much our culture might change around us, may we go into the world that God has placed us and use the influence that he has given to us to reveal who he is and what his kingdom is like that people can always rely and depend on. May we demonstrate God's love. May we proclaim his faithfulness. May we reveal his kingdom to those that we have the opportunity to influence today. In changing times, we are reminded that nothing lasts forever. But in Jesus, we can break free from this outlook for life and, and find hope and a future that will never fade or fail. So let's live this new life with a purpose, living for Jesus and his kingdom in the places that he has placed us today, knowing that no matter what, how the world might change, we, have a, we are future-proofed because we are not only residents of this world, but we are citizens of God's kingdom and on him we can always depend. Let's pray together. Father God, we thank you that even in this changing time, in this uncertain world, Lord, that you are the one who stands firm, that your kingdom and your love and your faithfulness remains in and through it all. And so, Lord God, this morning, where we are wary or, and are all too aware of the things that don't last forever in this moment, Lord, we pray that you would continue to reveal not just the things of this world, but that you would continue to ground us in who you are, and in your kingdom, and the hope that we have in Jesus. And Lord, as we 
as we know this comfort for ourselves, Lord, we pray that we would also live that out and reveal that truth to those around us. Lord, would we go and play our part? Would we be aware of what you are revealing to us and may we go and share it to those that we come into contact with? As we go, may we go and share the the message and use our influence in the places that you have placed us to point people to you, to live and work and serve your kingdom, even in the midst of these changing times that we are all embracing. Lord, we thank you for that truth, that even as the world changes around us, our identity in you and your kingdom remains firm and true. Lord, we pray as in this new season, in this shift of culture, in each of our lives, would you come and build and establish your kingdom more and more, we pray, in Jesus' name. Amen.